see uh, Hunter today, right? He went to the wrong place. He went to the Senate instead of the House. Everyone's saying, where's Hunter? See, it always goes, where's Hunter? What a, what a two-tier system of justice we have. Ah, uh, President Trump yesterday, and he's correct. When Hunter Biden showed up to defy the Congress, he had been subpoenaed to appear before a House of Representatives committee, but his Secret Service provided armored Chevy Suburban SUV showed up on the Senate side of the Capitol and not the House side of the Capitol, where they already had a podium set up with a whole phalanx of microphones, and he was ushered to the podium by the Chinese Communist Party dating Eric Swalwell, Democrat congressman from California, who was a city councilman in Dublin, California, when he first met his Chinese operator, Fang Fang, with whom he had a sexual affair and may still be ongoing. And uh, maybe his Chinese Communist operatives told him to go out and bring Hunter, maybe another one of their operatives, over to the microphones. Hard to say. Democrats are different, aren't they? And they're not what they used to be. Now, I've got a lot of audio to get to in this order on, an, uh, on this hour on a number of different subjects, including Hunter Biden and, and uh, Joe Biden and, and the lies they tell and the corruption and our, and our filthy, corrupt news media, the most corrupt institution in America. And I uh, got a bunch of idiots in California laying down in traffic on the 110 freeway because they are with Hamas and terrorism instead of civilization. So you got a bit of that. Rashida Tlaib lying to America about uh, what the phrase from the river to the sea means. She's a big fat liar. Amazing stuff. Uh, We've got fentanyl discovered in gummies at school. Fentanyl, gummies in school. And I uh, hope to get to the Civil War movie trailer. Left-wingers who live in Manhattan have produced a movie about the coming Civil War in the United States of America. It looks very violent. Got uh, American fighter jets bombing American cities and American attack helicopters attacking Americans. And it's the coming civil war. Florida, California, militias, all this stuff. It's uh, the Democrat Party and their Hollywood influence. Uh, Before we do, before we go there, I'm not sure what this is all about, but let's go and find out. Let's go to James calling from Montgomery County, Maryland. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Yes, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, James. How about you? Uh, I'm doing good. It's an honor and a privilege to talk to you. Um, During my military time, I'm a retired military right now and a police officer in Montgomery County. Uh Um, I used to listen to conservative talk radio a lot in the military, Uh and um, I just found myself being so angry and uh, in the mornings and the evenings coming home because just what I was watching the left doing. And I'm able to watch, listen to your show, and you have such a like a, a comedy mixed in with reality that it's able to it's palatable, and I truly <laughs> appreciate that. Still like to get the, the information, but it, you're able to like, twist it so it's uh, not it adds a comedy effect to it, where I can actually laugh and instead of just cry about it. <laughs> but, uh, 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 that's very nice. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, no, so my concern is you always say Republicans don't know how to fight. And I completely agree with you on that. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, as, as horrible as I think she was, 
she was an assassin, and she was able to just drive through what the Democrats wanted to do. I don't understand why the Republicans can't fight that same way. I just took my daughter into an urgent care, and I walk in, and everybody's masked up. And they're staring at me like a pariah. And I'm, I'm kind of looking around like, what's going on here? And I turn around, and I look at the, the, the sign in the front of the door, and it's like, due to the COVID pandemic, you know, uh, for the safety of our staff and the patients, mandatory masks. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I walk to the front because I don't have a mask on. And I walk to the front, and I'm like, what's up with the mask mandate? And they're like, well, it's, it's the COVID epidemic going on. I'm like, what COVID epidemic? I'm like, what are you talking about? And they look at me like I'm crazy. And they're like, you have to wear a mask or it's mandatory. So my fear is 2020 is going to happen all over again. And they're going to make this insane, you know, thing that the country is falling apart. This is massive epidemic going on. Everybody has to be masked up, stay home, mail-in ballots. What is the Republican Party doing to fight against this? I'm, I'm terrified that they're just going to ram this down our throats again. And that's their way to, uh, to go against Trump or the Republican Party. I just I don't see any Republican stand up fighting against this ridiculousness. I think that your concerns are well founded. And I, I don't understand the Democrat, uh, the, the Republican Party either. I don't understand the fact that they can't message anything as a verb to save their lives. They've got winning arguments all over the place. I mean, I know that the news media is corrupt. I point that out fairly frequently as well. But the Republican Party can't make an argument in public to save their lives. They don't know. I've been saying for some time now that they need to pay me, you know, $10 million like the Democrats paid Joe Lockhart. You know, Joe Lockhart was White House spokesman. I used to work with Joe Lockhart at CNN. He was an assignment editor. Then he went to work for the Democrats and the Biden White House, and he left. And now, of course, he's like $40, $50 million because the Democrats pay people to do their messaging for him. And as far as I can tell, the Republicans just stumble through life. Uh, In our ticket, you know, we we picked, uh, of course, uh, Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House, who couldn't string a sentence together to save his life, and apparently a very nice guy, and people like him, you know, to have a beer with and stuff. But he doesn't know how to pound the table. He doesn't know how to make a point. He doesn't know how to win an argument. Uh, And nice guy or not, he's the wrong guy for the job Speaker of the House. I've got to say, the new Speaker of the House is at least articulate, and he is quite articulate. But uh, they are smearing him and slandering him, you know, the news media on behalf of the Democrat Party. Uh, The Republicans just don't know how to fight. You're right, how to make an argument, how to win a debate uh, on Capitol Hill and with the American people. And quite honestly, James, I think you and I could get together over beers and do a better job of messaging than the entire Republican caucus on Capitol Hill. They've got, you know, the turtle over there, Mitch McConnell on the Senate side. And if he could make a good case, we wouldn't hear it because he mumbles through everything and can't find the microphone. Uh, the, the Republicans are an embarrassment when it comes to I've been talking to I've been working with Mercedes Schlapp recently and uh, Matt Schlapp, CPAC. And I'm like, you know, what is wrong with the Republicans? Why can't they? just make a simple argument. They've got winning arguments all over the place and they can't seem to make the argument, much less win the argument. And I understand they're up against it. It's like racism, you know. They're they're up against it with the news media. They start out with a disadvantage, so they have to 
work twice as hard and make an argument twice as good to win the argument, but they're terrible at politics. And this is what I keep saying. The Republicans are terrible at politics. And I just don't understand that, James. No, and sir, I completely agree with you. It's so frustrating. I think me and you could sit down and have a beer and make a better argument. They give us so, like every day you say, they 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 give you so much information. You, you have enough time because they give you so much stuff to right. just talk about. That's right. So many fighting points on how the heck are we losing so bad when it comes to like the media and everything else. I'm like, the January 6th, there's a reason why they made it so freaking big. It's because it's the only thing they had That's against right. four years looting and arson and assault and destroying cities across the country they were just crushing it and the media is just like yeah nothing they have one event where republicans are like okay you know what this is the only way you're going to listen to us if we actually stand up and start kind of doing what you guys are doing that's right and they made this huge thing about it it's ridiculous i don't understand why we're getting our butts kicked so badly yeah it's ridiculous Oh, I agree with you 100%. And it's, uh, a, there's a corrupt media, which is part of the battle space. But if I were running a firm advising the Republicans, and it sounds like if you and I were running a firm advising the Republicans, you're right, they looted and plundered cities from coast to coast for months on end, thousands of injured police, literally billions in property damage, according to the insurance industry, attacking courthouses. They use the word insurrection. It, 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 every one of the Democrat riots constituted an insurrection by the definition that the Democrats use. And the Republicans can't make an argument. They don't show up with their big pictures behind them. They don't pound the table. They don't get the media to pay attention to the truth. They don't, I mean, again, all the suicide attacks that Democrats have perpetrated lately that I point out. And I I think if I asked any Republican on Capitol Hill about that, they'd look at me cross-eyed because it never occurred to them that that's what's going on. It's it's extraordinary. You can hold it up in front of them, and they still don't recognize what they have. <laughs> Sadly, sir, yeah. I completely agree. Saying my my brother is uh, he's a retired military as well, and he unfortunately went to GW. He was a big Rush Limbaugh uh, listener when he was a kid. And I didn't understand what Rush Limbaugh was at the time. He was like one of part of the young Republican group, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm talking about what is this stuff? What is Rush? And I started catch on to it and unfortunately he joined the military and with the officer program went to gw and he came out and he is screaming left now and um he works at the state department and he he told me when trump got elected he said him and his colleagues are doing everything they can to undermine president trump's uh policies and i'm like are you kidding me like that's not your job he was elected by the people i'm like what happened to you and he said i got educated wow and i'm like i'm like what and if something happens in college where they turn these kids' brains, and I don't understand what it is, I'm like, use your eyes. Just, you can see. It. I look at my bank account. I watch what it was from the Trump era to now. Like, it's, it's not hard to just use your eyes. I don't know what happened to you getting indoctrinated in college, but for some reason, they're just crushing these kids in college, and they're, they're growing up to just be insane. It doesn't make any sense to me. Wow. That is an amazing story. That is an amazing and horrifying story. And being in the State Department undermining the president is an imprisonable offense. It's a treasonous offense. But uh, setting that aside for the time being, you know, that's, that's amazing. And, and it's true. I think they, you know, they, they put him in like, uh, you know, a lady's hair dryer and turn it on and they're, and they're brainwashed uh, by the time they come out. 
You know, there was no war in Europe when Trump was president. There was no war in the Middle East when Trump was president. Our border was under control when Trump was president. The rapists, the murderers, the mayhem, the, the honestly, um, and the economy and the price of gas and grocery store shelves. I've never seen empty grocery store shelves before in my life until this stuff came yeah. along. And, uh, boy, that's an amazing story. I'm sorry about your brother. That's, uh, t- I hope he gets better. No, I still love him. He's just mentally, mentally ill right now. <laughs> wow. That's an amazing story. Uh, James, uh, God bless you. I'm saluting you. Um, and I hope Thank to run into you. And, and when I do, uh, I'm buying the beer. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you for all you do. You really do an amazing job. Well, thanks, James. That's uh, very nice. Very nice of you to say. And I, and I love that. It's true. All the crazy stuff that can make you angry. Uh, but you got to find a way to you know, sort of laugh your way through it. And then, and then go have a beer with your friends. That's the thing. All right. Now, <clears throat> I've got lots of audio to get to <clears throat> of, uh, you know, having to do with important stories. Lots of government people and media people, too. The madness is everywhere. And uh, that's coming up. The madness. Got to get to the trailer for the Civil War movie for sure. And Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and, and uh, liars like Rashida Tlaib. Expose the liars expose the truth. You know that heating bills are once again expected to spike this winter, but a powerful heating technology used by Eden Pure's Gen 40 heater is already helping thousands and thousands of people save money and stay warm. Get one for grandma. Get, get one for yourself. They're amazing. We got one last year. We gave it to one of our neighbors who's 95 years old. It's wonderful. At Eden Pure, an advanced heating engineering team has combined infrared heating and convective heating into one space heater. These two technologies work together to heat a home better than your current furnace, boiler, baseboard heating, and, and other space heaters, of course. By using two forms of heating technology to heat a room, the Gen 40 heater makes you feel warmer and reduces your electricity bill, your heating bill, you know. Never be cold again and save money month after month with Eden Pure. And right now, you can get an additional 50 American dollars off the Gen 40 sale price with my discount code, because you hang with me. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com on Al Gore's amazing internet. Enter the discount code CHRIS50, CHRIS50, CHRIS50 for 50 bucks. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is CHRIS50 to save an additional $50 off the already generous sale price. Hey, burning down a house. This should be a Democrat Party theme song at the convention, too. I uh, Actually, after the No Whites party in Boston last night, it was, it was kind of great. They, they finished up the party and they... They went out carjacking. They all went out car- and looting. They looted some places, carjacked. These are Democrat Party activities. Uh, lots of amazing audio coming up on, on the Bidens and, and the Civil War movie coming to a theater near you. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, Democrats, can I get everything in in the last and uh, what we have remaining of the show? I don't know. Amazing. Now, Ayanna Presley is a radical shaved head robotic lunatic from another galaxy who hates America and she's a racist and an anti-Semite, which is fine because she's a Democrat and she's a member of the House of Representatives and really a serious mental case. Representative Ayanna Presley wants to take down book bans with new bill. She's got legislation to ban book bans. Now, the actual reason for this is she wants to make sure that gay child porn is available in the first grade and in grammar school libraries. No books have been banned. Who is it? We had a story on this about a week ago. She didn't see it because she's ignorant and uninformed. But the, uh, the, the, who is it? It was a, one of the big bookstore chains had a banned book event and they had gender queer in there, which is the gay child porn, man on boy, boy on man, child porn, gay. And, um, and it was their centerpiece. And like, oh, these books have been banned. No, a couple of them have been taken off of grammar school library shelves and parents don't want these books in the curricula for grammar school children, that's true. But what the skinhead here will be pushing for is for gay child porn to be restored to grammar school libraries. Penn America reported that the 2022-23 school year saw a 33% increase in book bans from the previous school year. Um, That's because Penn America is mentally impaired. No books were banned. Some books, you know, they pull Huckleberry Finn off of school shelves. They pull To Kill a Mockingbird off of school shelves. Now, that doesn't mean they're banned, but they're pulled off school shelves because, you know, they use some Democrat words in there that have been deemed too offensive for the modern era. But when you pull graphic novels of man-on-boy gay child porn, they'll fight to the death for that. Now they're all about free speech, but that's not what it's about, and the books were not banned. You know, Barack Obama, who's a communist um, and a racist and an executive producer of that Hollywood movie about the fall of America, it's their wish list. Races pitted against one another. All technology uh, blows up, you know, that the patriarchy created. White men, you're welcome. You know, cell phones, satellites, GPS, all that good stuff. All goes away. And it caused a lot of panic. I, I never use GPS myself. I have no particular use for a GPS normally. And um, so I've used it a few times, but very few. I like maps. I can look at a map. Uh, make some notes on a post-it and drive from here to a restaurant in Oklahoma City with uh, the directions I put on a post-it. But that's me. I have a sense of direction, too. And my cell phone? Uh, 
you know, I kind of think that if we all lost our cell phones for a month, the country might be a better place. But that's me. And that's the Barack Obama movie. Now, he liked to use the term the other, the other. And he talked about the fundamental transformation of America. And the mad crowd cheered, and then they looted, and they burned police stations, and they attacked the police. They normalized mob political violence, attacking government buildings, attacking the White House, the Marco Hatfield Courthouse, police stations everywhere, occupying state houses and city halls, and and uh, that was all normalized. And it was normal, and it was mostly peaceful, until Republicans went to Capitol Hill, mm, the vast majority of whom, most of whom, were entirely peaceful that day. Some people assaulted police, and you should be charged for assaulting the police, because that's illegal. And you shouldn't assault the police, because the police are the good guys. And we don't do that. The left does that. One day, there was an anomaly. It was on Capitol Hill, and that's because a lot of people got it into their heads that this had been normalized because it had been normalized by the Democrats, the left. St. George Floyd was the cause. St. George of Fentanyl. And um, is that a town, Fentanyl? And they normalized it, and then January 6th, and it was all bad. But uh, Barack Obama used to say, the other. They try to make you into the other. And that was real bad, because you don't want people to be the other uh, even though they spend their entire careers turning their next-door neighbors into the other, the other, right? Now, the Democrats are very big on this. You know, uh, the MAGA extremists, one of Joe Biden's big lines, and they're going to destroy our republic. They're gonna destroy, he doesn't say republic. He says our democracy. They're going to destroy They're going to destroy our country. If you give them, you can't. They've got to be stopped. They're going to destroy And Trump. And he's going to, Trump is, uh, you know, he's, there's going to be nuclear war. Uh, it's gonna, he's going to end. He's going to, a third term president. He's going to stay in. And he's not going to leave if he becomes president. And he's turning us against one another. When actually they're the ones turning us against one another. Republicans aren't doing that. And, um, you know, one woman was killed on January 6th, she had spent 14 years in the uniform of the United States Air Force serving her country, uh, and she was shot and killed without warning by a police officer. If you just changed, like, one thing, uh, it would have been the biggest thing ever. But instead, the media applauded a white woman being shot dead by a black police officer while unarmed for the alleged crime of trespassing. If... You just change one thing in there, it would become a big deal. But I want to share with you the trailer from this movie, Civil War, that is coming out. Big production, big Hollywood motion picture. And I want to start with Hunter Biden yesterday on Capitol Hill, condemning those terrible MAGA people and their extreme, and they've been targeting him, those Trump terrible, for six years He's been raking in millions and millions for doing nothing for communist China and for. Uh, but here's Hunter Biden yesterday. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session, session right now, session. have impugned my character. That's hard to do. Invaded my privacy. That's hard to do. Attacked my wife. Which one? My children. Which one? My family and my friends. You have friends? Are they all Russian hookers? And strippers? Just curious. But that's, it's the demonization. It's the other. You got to get them. And uh, Joe Biden, you know, Joe Biden uses this rhetoric all the time. There's something dangerous happening in America now. See? 
There's an extremist movement that does not share the basic beliefs in our democracy. Dangerous extremists. The MAGA movement. MAGA. Not every Republican, not even a majority of Republicans adhere to the MAGA extremist ideology. Division. The extreme agenda, if carried out, would fundamentally alter the institutions of American democracy as we know it. My friends, they're not hiding their attacks. You guys have been burning and looting our cities. You've made crime normal, carjacking normal, theft normal, looting normal. We've changed our entire culture in the last several years because of your crimes, because of your mob violence, which you did normalize. But there it is, and it's going to take, there's, uh, and, the, and I, I won't even go into all the other audio from Joe Biden with Trump and those Trump supporters and going to end our society. These are all the people that serve in the military and join the police force after leaving the military. And, uh, you know, Ashley Babbitt, 14 years in the Air Force, and then shot dead, and the media applauds. They just, oh, this is great. Uh, and they lied about uh, who was killed and who wasn't on Capitol Hill, the corrupt news media. Well, now there is a radical left-wing gang of extremists in Manhattan, David Frankel and Daniel Katz and John Hodges, and uh, they're the masters, that's the right word, of uh, a film production company called A24. A24 probably has a secret meaning that means they're pro-Nazi and and pro-Hamas or something, but A24 Films, they've got a big motion picture coming out in the spring. And they've produced a lot of other movies. The uh, 28 Days Later, which is that um, it's the the movie where the zombies run really fast. You know, zombie movies have always been about zombies that walk real slow, like Night of the Living Dead, which set the standard. And uh, and they go, you know, like like Senator Fetterman uh, or John Kerry. Those are your typical zombies and zombie movies. But... These guys have created a, and what else do they have? Ex Machina they, was one of their movies. Not a terrible movie. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, one of their movies. So they make some pretty big movies that, uh, that are very successful and, and not the biggest budget movies, but they, they make a lot of money. And they live in New York, so they're leftist radicals and they hate America. And, uh, and they make movies. Now they've got a new movie coming out called Civil War. That's, what it's called. It's, that's the title, Civil War. Nothing more than that. And, you know, we're going to send out the trailer on uh, the Twitter, uh, which I like to call X now, and and we'll put it on Facebook and so on. But I want to play some passages from this trailer, which is, it's about two and a half minutes long, the movie trailer that uh, we identified yesterday. And it's about the upcoming civil war in the United States of America. And there are lots of people with rifles, and people in conflict with one another. And there's like a Florida group and a California group, and everybody's at war in the United States with each other. Then the president of the United States, who looks like a doofus, is ordering airstrikes with F-35 fighter jets, uh, dropping bombs in Manhattan on targets of Americans and their their, uh, U.S. Army Apache longbow uh, attack helicopters uh, swooping in low, uh, wings of them chewing up the landscape and people on the side of the road, a a family and a couple of guys with rifles and they have dirt on their faces and stuff. And it's the coming civil war in the United States of America. That's the theme of the movie. And it, uh, and it's, I want to share some of the elements of the, of the trailer. And then we're going to share the trailer on uh, X 
and uh, Facebook and stuff. 19 states have seceded. The United States Army ramps up activity. The White House issued warnings to the Western forces as well as the Florida Alliance. The three-term president assures the uprising will be dealt with swiftly. Let me know if you want to try anything on. Are you guys aware there's like a pretty huge civil war going on all across America? We just try to stay out with what we see on the news. Seems like it's for the best. Seems like it's for the best. A guy... Uh, who looks like he's on the run from a war zone talking to a nice woman at a little uh, store. And uh, she's like, well, we're just trying. You know, there's a huge civil war going on across the country. And, and she's like, we just try to, you know, keep our head down and, and, uh, and stay low. Uh, California and Texas have apparently joined forces. Nineteen states have seceded. And there's a huge civil war going on. Citizens of America. The so-called Western forces of Texas and California have suffered a very great defeat at the hands of the United States military. Mr. President, do you regret the use of airstrikes against American citizens? There are refugees on the road with their rolling luggage, their rolling bags, and stuff. families fleeing the mayhem and the Civil War. Um, and on Capitol Hill, journalists are being killed on site. We're moving to D.C. today. We need to go down there. They shoot journalists on site in the Capitol. Every instinct in me says this is death. Bloody. Every time I survived the war zone, I thought I was sending a warning home. Don't do this. But here we are. But here we are. And uh, I don't think there's a good theme song in the movie. Do you think there's a good, happy theme song? Yeah, they've got uh, yeah, Civil War, A24. It's uh, due out in spring. We're going to share, the, uh, we're gonna share the, the trailer with you because it's, it's worth seeing uh, because this is an alarm bell. This is, we are sounding the alarm right here and right now. Uh, and this is, you know, it's the left. It's uh, filmmakers. And we're not done yet. And, and again, we've got our top flight, our, our uh, latest generation fighter jets coming in in waves, dropping bombs and shooting up American cities. And Americans are running for their lives. Attack helicopters, the beautiful Apache Longbow helicopter, really cool. And it looks like it's very big time production that we're talking about here. There's some kind of misunderstanding here. What? Well, you're American. Okay. Okay. What kind of American are you? You don't know? You don't know? Family on the side of a road, a couple of guys with rifles, and, uh, hey, hey, we're all Americans. We're, we're, all, we're Americans here, and the family and the children are looking frightened, and, yeah, what kind of American? And uh, this is, you know, just like the Barack Obama film on Netflix about the collapse of the United States and the implosion of all of our technology and our... Are of society uh, collapsing on us and the world ganging up on us because we deserve it, just like the Reverend Jeremiah Wright with his uh, chickens coming home to roost, right? So that is the uh, from the makers of 28 Days Later and Ex Machina and, and Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, fairly big movies, 19 states secede, uh, and, you know, it's the, it's the extremists that the Democrats are talking about. I... Uh, I just hope that they think twice. You know, you're Democrats. 
All right. Um, I wanted to share that with you because it's important. And we're going to we're going to share. Have you already put it out there? Michael is so speedy. He already put it on uh, X, which Michael used to call Twitter, <laughs> and uh, and on the Facebook as well. So you can grab it. You can share it with your liberal friends and uh, say, hey, look, this is what you Hollywood types are going for here. Now, let's see what we have. We have uh, very little time is what we have. Uh, very little time. But um, let's go to let's go to number four. Hunter Biden was on Capitol Hill yesterday. He was supposed to show up to be deposed under oath because he had been subpoenaed by the House of Representatives. He showed up and said, I'm not doing it. And the press applauded. And then F-35s came in and bombed the Capitol. Oh, yeah, they blow up the Lincoln Memorial in the uh, in the movie, the Civil War movie, too. Uh, but James Comer, committee chairman James Comer, Congressman James Comer, said, listen, Hunter Biden can't roll up on Capitol Hill late and say, I'm going to tell Congress how this is going to go, which is exactly what he did yesterday. I'll testify in open session, but not uh, in closed session. And Comer said, I'm going to release the whole transcript of the entire thing, unlike the Democrats who released fragments of sentences to demonize people. Uh, Chairman James Comer. This is an investigation about public corruption at the highest levels of our government. The American people expect Congress to investigate this because I think one thing that Chairman Jordan's proven is uh, the FBI, the DOJ, and the IRS, as we've heard from the whistleblowers, have all dropped the ball. So the House Oversight and House Judiciary Committee are conducting this credible investigation that an overwhelming majority of Americans want. We have specific questions for the president's son. He does not get to dictate the terms of this subpoena. Oh, doesn't he? Don't you know who his dad is? This is his imperiousness yesterday was unmatched in modern times, even in Washington, D.C. This is the kind of stuff that came to an end when the monarchies in Europe were toppled. It was arrogance beyond belief. Uh, A lawyer, great lawyer, Tristan Levitt, who's lawyer for the uh, whistleblower, Gary Shapley, was on the Fox News channel this morning. Someone thinks they're above the law, and this isn't the first time that that's come across. So I worked on Capitol Hill for eight years. You don't get to set the rules of your own depositions or your response to subpoenas. That's just a law, and you have to abide by it. But for someone that has evaded taxes, done all kinds of international illegal things with impunity, uh, this must just be another part of that game. Must just be another part of that game. That's exactly right. And uh, the attorney, Tristan Levitt. There was also a lot about whether uh, Vice President Biden took actions while in office that benefited CEFC, the Chinese energy company. And the whistleblowers pointed to the fact that uh, they had received information that payment for those acts during his term as vice president was deferred till right after he left office. So there are multiple threads that need to be investigated. And the IRS was never allowed to do so because of favoritism at the Department of Justice. Now, Gary Shapley, the IRS whistleblower, one of two very important whistleblowers from the IRS, plus whistleblowers from the FBI. If we had a news media, they would be covering this story. But we've got a gang of well-lubricated bootlicks. CEFC, the Chinese communist company, funneling millions of dollars to the Biden family's accounts. And payments were deferred until after Joe Biden left office as vice president and came in before he became president. And now he's making all kinds of decisions as president that favor the Chinese communists here in the United States and overseas. 
Taiwan better be on the lookout. Extraordinary stuff. Yeah, Hunter Biden showed up and said, I'll tell the Congress what I'm going to do. And the news media gushed. They want to date him. One of our wonderful, well-informed, intelligent listeners passed along. Jack Potts' revenge passed along. You know, regarding the Civil War, the movie coming out about Civil War in the United States, Jack Potts' revenge points out there is only one president that has threatened to use the Air Force against American citizens, and that's Joe Biden. Very good, very good catch. Jack Potts' revenge. Wonderful stuff. And I went and found it January of this year, January 15th, 16th of this year. Joe Biden talking about banning AR-15s. Said, if you want to take on the federal government, you need some F-15s. You don't need an AR-15. That's what he said. To his right-wing friends, my right-wing friends. And then he uh, talked about banning the AR-15. Also, you know the old saying, uh, funny as a heart attack. Funny as a heart attack. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Funny as a heart attack. Well, this Turkish member of the Turkish parliament, we played audio for you yesterday, went to the floor of the Turkish parliament, and he was railing like a madman against Israel and the Jews and talked about how the wrath of Allah would be rained down upon the Jews. And while he was yelling on the floor of the Turkish parliament against the Jews, he fell over and had a heart attack. See? Well, I have an update. I have an update on the Turkish lawmaker who had a heart attack while railing against Israel yesterday. You will suffer the wrath of Allah, he said. Well, he died. He died. He died today of his heart attack, and he's dead. And he's, you know, it's the old, uh, may Allah strike me dead if I am lying. And then, Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.